Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, one of the things we came out for... Uh, during the whole coronavirus crisis was, you know, and this this is something we had to do, like, you know, immediately because, you know, coronavirus happened in March and then immediately, and this was first, it happened in Europe, all the restaurants were banned because, you know, food is one of the ways in which it can be transferred. So all the restaurants were banned unless, and this was a loophole in the law, unless they became takeaway spots. So you can take away food, but you can't actually eat in the restaurant. Now, a lot of like our customers, small and medium businesses, uh, they that were restaurants, they were like, okay, what do we do now? How do we like, you know, establish a takeaway system? And and when you have a no-code tool like Outgrow, you can actually make like, you know, you have, if you've been to McDonald's, they have these build your own burger menus where you like choose your own meat, you choose your own bun type, you choose your own, you know, lettuce, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and it builds a customized uh, menu. And something like that, you can build on Outgrow over the weekend. And all of these restaurants were able to do that over the weekend and turn into takeaway establishments at the same time. You know, over the weekend, they were ready. They were ready to face this law. They were ready to face this crisis. And that's why when I say that technology is helpful, no good tools are helpful. And, you know, okay, like the build your own burger menu, like, you know, that, that widget is probably collecting your data, but that's probably harmless data, right? So, so yeah, I don't think like, it's being used for bad purposes at all. And I'm quite sure there's potential to use it for bad purposes at a really huge scale. But I think there are a lot of like uh, government laws like GDPR or like, you know, the governments are catching up to this and they are making laws to like make it, uh, uh, to regulate it. How you day, how you day. That was the voice of Saksham. And we are talking about audiences, marketing, and how to humanize both. In the world, Filled with social distancing and uncertainty, one of the things to take ownership of is understanding your audience. And that's exactly what we discuss. We dive into Outgrow.co, which he's a creative director of. Full disclosure, they're also a sponsor of the podcast for this month. And we collectively thought that it would be a good idea for you to be introduced to what exactly they do before you take advantage of the opportunity that they offer at the end of the episode. So Outgrow allows you to market and pitch and communicate your ideas in multiple ways in today's virtual world. And throughout the interview, you're going to hear the various ways you can do that. But more importantly, you're going to hear why you need to do that. I think you're going to learn a lot. Be sure to take advantage of the opportunity. Be sure to look at the show notes to click on access to your opportunity. I sincerely hope you enjoy the episode. And as always, if you have questions concerns, thoughts, curiosities, please reach out to me at Tyroxin on social media. Love you all and enjoy. 
Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's guest is Saksham Sharda, who is the creative director of Outgrow. Now, Outgrow, full disclosure, is going to be a sponsor for this month, for this coming month, for the podcast. So we're, we're trying to introduce you to the platform. And who better to introduce you to the platform than the creative director or the man that is behind all the creatives at Outgrow? Welcome to the show, Saksham. Thanks for having me. Pleasure is mine. You know, for all our guests, we always like to get a glimpse behind the person and what got them where they are today. And so for you, I know you have quite an interesting background, whether it's, you know, cryptocurrency or traveling all around the world or deciding to, uh, to stay in, in Prague for the pandemic. But where did it all start for you as a kid? When did you realize that you were destined to be an entrepreneur? Uh, so my primary interest is actually audiences. Mm-hmm. And I think even as a kid, it's been like fascinating for me to observe what gets audiences ticking. And I think that's the way I have in general been viewing the world. And it just so happens. Well, I didn't intentionally aim to be here. So initially I was doing a research project on marketing, uh, you know, uh, films to audiences and and that's how i got into marketing because initially i wasn't into marketing but then i was researching on it uh related to audiences and then that got me into uh uh research and then finally through that i came to outcrow because outcrow is a tool that allows any kind of business or a freelancer or an entrepreneur and you know it serves all industries 21 different industries what it allows you to do basically at the very basic fundamental level is to connect with your audiences. And you can do that through interactive content, which is what you can make on Outcrow without using any developers or coders. And so I think that's how I got into my current company because uh, I like what they're doing with interactive content. And as you know, a lot of marketing gurus have said, interactive content is the future of audience engagement. Like there is no like, you know, turning back to static content. Static content is what websites or, you know, the internet used to have. And interactive content is where everything has to go from here. And I don't know whether you guys uh, have seen uh, Netflix's Bandersnatch, which is an interactive movie. So, mm. so, you know, again, like even art, cinema, websites, marketing, everything is moving towards a place where the user enters a couple of choices and he is shown data and information based on those choices and that is basically fundamentally what being interactive is about and so yeah. that's how i got into it yeah i'm very I'm very curious to hear you said something that was so interesting you said we're moving away from static to interactive now someone in the in the audience huh, audience someone in the audience here is probably thinking about wait can you break that down a little bit more so you're saying we used to be static and now we're interactive we need a, a two-way communication or uh, open dialogue for us to have a media platform now to succeed is that what you're saying uh for sure because like i think initially like so for instance like i'll give you a very basic example say you want to hire a lawyer and for that purpose say you go on a lot of lawyers websites online you try to like google them and then you end up on you know you end up selecting five or six lawyer websites and you don't know which one to pick because there's so much information. So you go on any website and it's all static content saying, well, this is the lawyer. He has these, these qualifications. He has handled these, these, these cases. And then there's a little button so that says, contact me. And are you going to click on that? Or now think of another website that is interactive where 
it asks you instead of contact me, the call to action is see how much I can save you in legal fees. You know, and then you click on that and then it asks you a couple of questions about your particular case. And then it gives you an estimate over time. It shows your graph showing like, you know, over time I can save you so much in legal fees if you hire my practice. So what you've done in this case is that you have provided a very personalized, targeted, uh, customized value. And you've done this through content that is interactive, that is taking some data from the user and giving something that is highly targeted and relevant for him. So that's just one example of how it can yeah. be used. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, there's also this dialogue about how intrusive media is becoming. You were speaking of Netflix. It was I can't remember what the name of the documentary is on Netflix, but there's a, I think the it's social a, dilemma. Yeah, well, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> where, where it really freaked people out because they're saying, "Well, you're not actually seeing what you think you're seeing. We're seeing you're seeing what we want you to believe, or what we want you to shape your worldview around." And I'm curious about your thoughts around that, because that, that's where a lot of the data collection and, and, and analysis mm. you know, seems to be headed, according to folks. But I don't know if that's what you think. I mean, I haven't seen The Social Dilemma yet, but as you know, I, I am aware of it. I could guess that was a movie because I've <laughs> heard of it and the... Uh, the dystopian uh, scenario that it portrays. No, you I said dystopian. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment on it. But, but of course, like I can see that it's trying to present a dystopian uh, scenario. And obviously, like I'm in no position because I need to see it before I comment on it. But again, what I do want to point out is that this is the end of like we're living in the information age right now. But I think we're already at the end of the information age, and I think. Uh, I was on a podcast once and someone classified it as the misinformation age. Now, mm. the point is, there's so much content out there. There's so many websites. Like the internet has exploded in such a big way that there is no other way to actually give you personalized, relevant, or, you know, value that actually matters to you without actually taking some data from you. And it's easy to actually portray this as some sort of a dystopian, you know, of future that we're heading towards just in the way people were saying, oh, robots are going to take over the world and you know, AI is going to take over the world. But in the same way, people think like the data collection is going to go to such a level where it's just going to take over the world. And I get that those fears are founded to an extent, but obviously not everything that is happening in this world regarding data collection is evil. And that is obviously a very black and white way to look at it, like to just say that, you know, oh, it's evil, it's a dystopia. I'm like, no, the robots haven't conquered us. AI hasn't taken over. And obviously, all this technology is helping people. For instance, uh, uh, we have one of the clients, like we partner with, uh, it's called ConnectWell. It's just won a lot of awards in the US for uh, uh, bringing healthcare to your average uh, user. It's basically so, you know, hospitals right now are really crowded because of the coronavirus issues and everything. So it's it's not possible for someone to go to the hospital to get a diagnosis. So telehealth and, you know, interactive telehealth where, you know, you just go online, you answer a couple of questions and it tells you whether, you know, you're in danger of getting heart risk or something. So, you know, these assessments that are happening are able to pre-diagnose patients uh, before they actually go to the hospital. So this is information that is coming to your house in your phone and it's really helpful because it's actually helping this economy that cannot probably, you know, take in uh, the adverse effect of everyone crowding to the hospital all of a sudden, you know. And another example I can give you with coronavirus is like, you know, uh, and this is like, 
because because people again like there's there's a lot of like dystopian like fear around it but again like anything that humanity invents i think it's mostly to help humanity and it's easy to put like a dystopian twist to it but at the same time uh, you know uh, one of the things we came up for uh, during the whole coronavirus crisis was you know and this this is something we had to do like you know immediately because you know coronavirus happened in march and then immediately and this was first it happened in europe all the restaurants were banned because you know food is one of the ways in which it can be transferred so all the restaurants were banned unless and this was a loophole in the law unless they became takeaway spots so you can take away food but you can't actually eat in the restaurant now a lot of like our customers small and medium businesses uh, they that were restaurants they were like okay what do we do now how do we like you know establish a takeaway system and and when you have a no code tool like outgrow you can actually make like you know you have, if you've been to mcdonald's they have these build your own burger menus where you like choose your own meat you choose your own bun type you choose your own you know lettuce etc cetera, etc cetera, and it builds a customized uh, menu and something like that you can build on outgrow over the weekend and all of these restaurants were able to do that over the weekend and turn into takeaway establishments wow. at the same time you know over the weekend they were ready they were ready to face this law they were ready to face this crisis and that's why when i say that technology is helpful no good tools are helpful and you know okay like the build your own burger menu like you know that that widget is probably collecting your data but that's probably harmless data right so so yeah i don't think like it's being used for bad purposes at all and i'm quite sure there's potential to use it for bad purposes at a really huge scale but i think there are a lot of like uh, government laws like gdpr or like you know the governments are catching up to this and they are making laws to like make it uh, uh, to regulate it so yeah well I, i like that you painted that picture because one of the questions i wanted to ask you i wanted to ask you rather was you know about your clientele and who yeah. can use it. when when you type outgrow.co in the website or in the link it shows up as content marketing with calculators quizzes chatbots and assessments you're saying there's is a no code tool so you, you it takes away that intimidation of needing to be a coder but mm. can you essentially just create a, a whole new page and, and just start qualifying your leads based on this is that, is that what this is like if you yeah and it's even easier than that because not only is it no code i just used two negatives but not only, <laughs> not is, only it, is it no code <laughs> <laughs> but also <laughs> yeah it's not only is it no code but also like if you go like on the website and you just go to the templates section so let me just go to the website like i as i'm speaking i go to the templates and you can see the search by industry search by content type and trending templates in these three section you would see more than 1000 templates that are already made so a chatbot template already exists all you need to know all you need to do is just edit it in english like it will just and then you can just go and embed it on your website you don't actually need to build anything anymore because we know that not only does a chatbot template exist for like one particular industry we have a chatbot template for 21 different industries by which i mean all of this has already been made all you need to do is just go on the builder uh change the colors uh add particular questions that you want or like edit the pre-existing questions to the ones relevant for your business and then just go and embed it on your website so it's even easy you don't even have to start from scratch because you can start from scratch and that would also require no code uh but it would just like probably require you like a couple of hours to build it if you're starting from scratch but if you're editing a template like i kid you not you can do it in like 10 minutes you can go test it on your website over the like you know week if it doesn't work out try another template and keep going on like this so Uh, it's really easy to do, yeah. 
a lot of the audience, by the way, are creatives. They're creatives. They're multicultural. They're used to, you know, being influencers and they have ideas. So I'm trying to think of it through the lens. You know, I, I clicked on trending template and I'm thinking about the current state of the world where we are in a pandemic. A lot of people, depending on the country you are, are, you know, deciding when to come out fully for school or not. It seems like Outgrow can be a great platform to promote ideas or upcoming events, virtual events, or just share your, your, you know, your thoughts on certain things in an easy way that you can gather feedback instantaneously. For sure. Like, I mean, cause that's the point for the no code tool, right? And that's my biggest thing, which is why I think, and so this is my dystopian version mm -hmm. of like dystopia is if humanity is so good at coding, which they claim to be, right? We're like, oh, we're so good at coding. Then we must be so good that we can make it possible to develop softwares that allow us to code without coding. And that's what a no-code tool is, which means all you need to be is creative. I don't need you to know math. I don't need you to know coding, anything else at all. What you need to do is go on our builder and let your creativity lose. And like you came up with examples right now for like, you know, online conferences, for like helping kids at school, for like, you know, the restaurant takeaway that we came up with, like in a matter of a single week, uh, you know, it's just basically once you get a hang of the builder for which you actually don't need to know coding, and it's actually very simple, like, you know, PowerPoint. Uh, so it's, it's then you just like, you know, let lose your creativity. And like, I'm speaking of this, like from personal experience as well, because Sometimes, like, you know, I'm with my friends, so I only work, obviously, like, Monday to Friday, but, like, I'm with my friends, say, on Saturday, and we're, like, uh, we were discussing how terrible 2020 has been, right, as a year, and so, so I was just, like, hey, so what if we actually made a BuzzFeed kind of quiz that, that shows, like, which 2020 disaster you are, like, so it's, like, which 2020 disaster are you, and obviously, this is, like, a fun quiz, and so we made this on a Saturday, and then we put it on a website like Product Hunt and we just, you know, posted the link uh, at like some tech websites. And it was the number four product of the day at a six million voter strong audience website, Product Hunt. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's just like once you get creative, you can do anything for your business because it just allows you to express your creativity in such a way that you come up with solutions uh, that really do help people in the world. Yeah. Now that that's exactly what I was trying to say, the ability to express your creativity and, you know, there are restaurant takeaway templates here, there are market research templates. You know, if you're someone that's a consultant like me, in addition to being a speaker, you, you can try and get things from your audience to figure out what it is that they want to become more interactive or for upcoming updates. And um, essentially it allows you to take your business online in a place and a time where people are more social distance. And so, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All the work from home ideas you have, the take your business online ideas you have, this is a great tool for, for you to start doing that. Uh, I'm trying to think of your, your pricing as well, because I know you have a seven-day free trial, which is actually, um, you know, so that's, that's more than enough time. That's a week, right? So you can gather enough time for different things. But what are the pricing options? You have the yearly option and the monthly option, or how does that work? Yeah, so if you go on a website, just on the menu on top, you'll see a pricing tab and the different like options depending on what kind of a business you're running. So there's a freelancer quiz only plan, which is $40 a month. Then there's a freelancer you know, quiz calculator and e-commerce recommendation plan, which is $25 a month. And an e-commerce recommendation basically is, uh, and you know, this is very relevant because this is one of the ways like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, retail therapy is what the world has like moved <laughs> towards ever since you know the pandemic started. So, so which is what we have seen a huge uh, influx, like a huge influx of customers and like you know of uh, of clients ever since the pandemic started because all businesses are moving online yeah. because this is the only option. If they hadn't previously, they know they have to now because the because of the uncertainty around when coronavirus might actually end. And, you know, even if it does end by the, by summer 2021, which is now being predicted by Bill Gates, uh, you know, you probably are better off just having your business or at least having an avatar of your business online forever. Nice. So I think it's a great time to actually move to these tools to actually take your business online and an e-commerce recommendation. I'll give you a brilliant example of something that one of our clients made was, uh, so she actually came up and she said that what I want to do is like, so if you, if you go to like Alibaba, AliExpress or all of these websites, there are tons of like, if you want to buy like sunglasses or shades, if you want to buy sunglasses, there are tons of them there and you don't know which one to buy because they're all cheap because it's AliExpress and it's all, uh, you know, there's just so many of them and there's a choice paralysis uh, and you don't know which one to buy. So instead, what you can do is make a simple e-commerce recommendation that you can put on your website that says, uh, that says, uh, which sunglasses suit you the best? And then it asks you a couple of questions like, what is your face shape? Because that's what you know, sunglasses depend on. And then your eye color. And then your nose shape. And you know, a couple of other questions like these, or like, what are your favorite actors? And it takes into account what, account what those actors or influencers are wearing on in Instagram. And then it recommends you from their catalog certain like you know, four or five choices of sunglasses that they can wear. And so that is one way in which a lot of businesses can use e-commerce recommendations. And this is not just for sunglasses, but you can also use it for pricing plans or for webinar tickets. You know, which one is the best for you? Which slot should you attend? You know, so, so that's what you can get in just a freelancer $25 per month plan. And then there's the essentials plan, which is for, you know, mid-sized businesses, which is at $95 a month. And then there's the proper business plan, which is $600 a month. Now, this is great. But, uh, yeah. It starts off as low as 14. So I, I, initially, I thought you said 40 when you said it. But... No, no, no. It's just 14. And also, uh, people listening to your podcast can get a special discount if they go to outcro.co forward slash and then nomad, N-O-M-A-D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, N-O-M-A-D-S. I forgot the We'll put that in the show notes. And just so that you hear that again, you heard it from him. That's exactly the code they will get. But 
I think it's 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 beyond just the idea of understanding what the future is going to look like. It's already just living in the future now. Because when you're thinking about a business, whether you're an individual or a company, it's about how you communicate your ideas and how you build an audience. It really is about how you build an audience and 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 keep them loyal. And one of the best ways to keep an audience loyal in an age of competition, where there's a lot of the, you know there are a lot of different options, is to really find a way to interact and to understand them and to know them intimately. And when you have tools out there, you know, like Outgrow, the reason why I found that attractive is because you're right. We don't know if it's going to be lasting till summer 2021. But what we do know is that regardless of when the pandemic ends, the world is going to be forever changed or, you know, and the new normal is going to take on elements of business as is now. And so if you're not already positioned with that type of, uh, of success or, or, you know, marketing uh, in, in, you know, in a pandemic type of world, you are going to be left behind because you'll essentially be considered a dinosaur and everybody else will have gotten accustomed to doing business a certain way. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they've said that the pandemic can be used as a way to do good or as a way to go back to old habits, which is like, that keeps coming up in the news that like, we should use this opportunity to actually try to, uh, you know, make things better. Because what interactive content does is it's giving personalized value so that, you know, your customers are not buying something that they don't need. You know, we don't want people to just buy for the sake of retail therapy. We want them to buy because it's something that actually satisfies their need. And, you know, I haven't had the time to give a lot of examples, but if you go in the template section, you'll find 21 different industries, no matter who you are, starting from an Instagram influencer, or you have a big business, or you have an enterprise, or your medium-sized business. You know, I came up with like two or three examples here that were really easy to explain, but you can use those examples. And I bet it makes you think immediately how you can use something like that for your own business to like, to sell a pricing plan, to sell real estate, to know, to show global warming footprint calculator, or like anything else. So yeah, it's really up to like, so that's the main thing about no code tools is that it allows you to just expand your creativity and do what you want without having to worry about, you know, coding. Absolutely. Well, let's learn more about you. How did you, you know, get into Outgrow and, and where are you originally from? So I'm originally from India and uh, initially I was doing, uh, I came to Europe to uh, do a PhD on marketing Shakespeare, <laughs> Shakespeare yeah. films. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so my, my original uh, thing, yeah, my original fascination, again, like I said earlier, my original fascination is with audiences and that's where it started. And again, it was marketing, you know, culture that has become kind of outdated. Like Shakespeare, for instance, is a, is a past commodity if you want to put it that way because you know he was also running a theater he had to make money uh, so so that kind of stuff and then I was like how you can actually market it to a modern audience and the films particularly because that's what I was interested in and then what I liked was because then I met the people from Outgrow and I liked the way they were trying to you know interact and engage audiences and so that's where I made the you know segue from marketing films to actually marketing uh, for this company that's yeah. so fascinating to me. Sorry, I, I love, love, love uh, <laughs> film and, and, you know, studying things like Shakespeare and plays and any form of literature. So there's actually a PhD for marketing 
Shakespeare. Oh, it's like one of the EU topics where you can actually just pick whatever you want to pick. So they, they don't actually have a particular subject field. They just give research grants for like a topic that you pick. And it can be any discipline or it can be many disciplines merged together or anything. So yeah. <laughs> welcome to the well, European. transferable because <laughs> the guy you hear, but you know, being Indian, you know, I'm, I'm Nigerian and I, and I, sounds like we both grew up in different parts of the world. Do you find that understanding audiences is different depending on where you live in? For sure. And that is why I think one of the criteria, these funding grants were made available to, you know, researchers, not just in Europe, but from everywhere else, because I think one of the ways, and this is key in marketing, and this is what I keep telling on a lot of podcasts that I go to, that that if you actually want to get good at marketing, it's not about uh, following marketing gurus. It's about actually just waking up in the morning and reading the news. Because uh, that is where you are able to observe. And not just from one website. Don't read the news from one website. Read the news from like different countries. Read the news from like different alternative viewpoints. It's basically about understanding who this news is being catered to. And that would teach you so much about the world. And that's what the EU was doing as well when they hired people for this research project. They didn't want just European researchers. They wanted researchers to come from around the world and give their viewpoint on the audiences, you know, that they were going to research on. So, yeah. Yeah. Now that, that, that's, see, you said audiences is, is, uh, is what you study. I like studying communication and interaction across different cultures. And, you know, uh, part of that is, is, is knowing audiences, but it's, it's really understanding the nuances that exist with that, because I know it's not a one size fits all. And so, you know, when I got introduced to your platform, I was very curious about that because if you're able to have that data, especially with the quizzes and, uh, yeah. And that it's it's becomes easy for you to tell more accurate stories instead of making assumptions. Because I I consult with companies that sometimes get in trouble when they make that assumption about a, a culture or a group of people that they haven't actually adequately researched. And so for me, this is this is this is that's the game changer there when when I saw that this is a potential great research tool. Yeah, for sure. Because like, yeah, so there's like a ton of market research templates available that like anyone can use, uh, like um, and they can just customize. And it's, it's always like, it's great to build a business or to like, make decision based on intuition. And I do think uh, intuition plays a huge role in like taking a, you know, an idea forward. But obviously, it has to be grounded to a significant extent in market research. And that is why any of these tools, because that's exactly the flip, the, the other side, not the flip side, the, the other side of using these tools is that you're constantly 24-7 collecting data that can be used for marketing. And that is really helpful in making decisions. I agree. I agree. What's the, what's the next step for you know, the world based on your perception in terms of marketing? Because you're someone that also thinks about big picture, big picture items and, and, and where the world goes. And I know you mentioned Bill Gates earlier, so I, I know you paid attention. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to put you in the spot that way, but I'm just curious about your opinion. So I'm prefacing this as this is your opinion, but how do you see marketing evolving? Uh, well, I think we're actually living in now the, we're the late part of the information age, and I think it's the misinformation age. And I think marketing has to evolve but one of the things I find really annoying about marketing is uh, the amount of content that is just being dumped on the market or like that's just being like 
dumped on users, which is one of the reasons I think Facebook, I think this was last year, almost two years ago, I think, uh, Facebook said that it will stop showing posts from businesses to Facebook users. Like that would be deprioritized on Facebook. Yeah. Unless you're sponsoring an ad, they're just mm-hmm. going to deprioritize any status update that you're posting. And that's because it's just became it just became so salesy. Like and, and I just don't like that fact about marketing because I think it has to be based not on the amount of content you produce produce. It has to be based on the one thing you produce. Maybe it's once in six months or once in a month or once in every two months that is relevant, that is interactive, and that is giving personalized value. And which is why I believe in like outgrowth interactive content because I think it can actually, you know, save us from all the clutter that we are seeing around with everyone. Like, cause I see some Twitter accounts, like, you know, these marketers who are just posting every 10 minutes on Twitter. I'm like, a human couldn't possibly do that. And I don't think you're like human when you do that. So, you know, uh, so I think it, it's just like, you know, humanizing marketing. Cause I don't think it's, there we go. <laughs> By the way, that was, that was always, that's always been something I've been saying. I, the idea of humanizing uh, marketing is something that I've, I've felt is needed the most. And uh, I didn't think you would say it, because I, I think it's just an, a hunch for me. I, you know, I, you know, I, I studied marketing in school. That you know, you say you got your your PhD um, studying audiences. My uh, MBA and, and undergrad were both in marketing and communications. And so I was always thinking about that from the time I studied and how the world has changed. And I just think it's yeah. people know how to humanize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for a, sure. Yeah, it's uh... Ah, gosh. Ah, yeah. I hope you can't hear the piano in the background. I just realized my neighbor has started playing the piano because it's evening and I guess it's a pandemic, so why not? (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't hear the the piano, but um, that's, you know, that's the world that it is right now. Um, So last question that I have for you. This is the question I always ask my audiences and my guests, and it is my mission statement reframed as a question, which is use your difference to make a difference. So how do you use your difference to make a difference? Hmm. How do I use my difference to make a difference? Well, again, like, for instance, like on Outgrow itself, like when I said, if I am like, you know, I'm the creative director, but I do it because I actually like to do it. Like I like thinking of new ideas on Outgrow. So there's a lot of stuff that we have done that was not related. Oh, I specifically have done like or got in our department to do that was not related to Outgrow at all. So for instance, uh, on International Women's Day, for instance, we made a gender pay gap calculator and uh, we launched it on Product Hunt and it was the number four product of the day on Product Hunt. And it, it also reached like number one, two, and three. And this was made on like data taken from the International Monetary Fund. Uh, funds report on this so that's something we made once and again uh during the black lives matter protests that that were happening uh recently i think last month uh we made we actually like were looking at a lot of like articles from the economic policy institute in the u.s which showed that the racial pay gap has actually increased since the 2000s and that was data that was publicly available but it had not been presented interactively. So we actually tried to present it interactively and we got the uh, number one hunter on Product Hunt to hunt that. And it was again, number one, two, three, uh, and then four during the course of the day with the six million strong audience. So I think 
the point about living in the information age is that there is a lot of data out there and there is a there, there's ways in which a lot of like you know forces are trying to hide that data but to make it presentable and to make it actually you know uh, resonate with an audience is is a way that i have personally uh, tried to make a difference i love it i love it now this is amazing for you know those listening we've been ta- we've been talking to the creative director valcro.co and this is you know, I want you to think of it as not just a way for you to tell your story, but a way for you to humanize marketing as we just uh, both collectively care <laughs> 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 up too. But it, it's also, you know, they're also going to be sponsoring, again, the podcast for uh, the, the next month. And I want you to take advantage of the opportunity. You know, how, how can they take advantage of the opportunity? Just one more time for emphasis. Oh, yes. I always like to get backslash and forward slash, but it's going to be outgrow.co forward slash nomads n-o-m-a-d-s yep outgrow.co and you're going to get a 20 percent off on annual plans there you go there you go i'll make sure i put that in the show notes but i can't thank you enough thank you so much for spending time i know you're in a different time zone so it's evening for you uh, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> but I love doing <laughs> interviews in the evenings. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. But thank you so much for coming on the show, and it's been a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was like great talking to you and coming to the same conclusions. <laughs> uh, likewise, likewise. But ladies, gentlemen, and gender non-binary individuals, till next time. You should thank you. Make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.